Happy New Year and welcome to The Fastest Five Minutes, presented by Kroll and Mooring. We are your co-hosts for this edition, Peter Ayer and Yuan Zhou, bringing you a bi-weekly summary of significant government contracts, legal and regulatory developments that no government contracts lawyer or executive should be without. And we start with an update on OCIs. On December 27th, President Biden signed into law the Preventing Organizational Conflicts of Interest and Federal Acquisition Act. This was initially S-3905 coming out of the Senate, and it's designed to strengthen the current rules relating to identification and mitigation of OCIs in federal acquisition. The act focuses on updating the current FAR provision, that's subpart 9.5, to provide clear definitions and examples and guidance on potential OCIs and to consider expanding the subpart to cover certain commercial and foreign relationships. As currently drafted, FAR 9.5 provides general rules governing OCIs. Case law at the Court of Federal Claims and GAO have further identified three basic types of OCIs, biased ground rules, impaired objectivity, and unequal access to information. Under the Act, the FAR Council is meant to provide specific definitions and examples of the three types of OCIs. The Act also instructs the FAR Council to provide executive agencies with standard solicitation provisions and contract clauses to address OCIs. Agencies will be able to tailor the provisions as necessary to address concerns associated with OCIs and any considerations unique to the agency. The Act directs the FAR Council to update these OCI provisions in the next 18 months, so we're expecting that the FAR Council will issue proposed regulations, uh, review comments, and then issue a final rule, uh, perhaps with other opportunities for engagement between the FAR Council and industry. So contractors should be prepared to review proposed changes, think about areas to comment on and modify practices if needed once the final rules are issued. Yuan, over to you. Thanks, Peter. First, an update on a proposed rule regarding the disclosure of greenhouse gas emissions. On December 23rd of last year, the FAR Council extended the deadline until February 13th, 2023, for submitted public comments on a proposed rule that would require contractors receiving more than 7.5 million annually in federal contracts to inventory and publicly disclose scope one and scope two GHG emissions on an annual basis. Now, contractors deemed major, so those that receive annual federal contracts in excess of 50 million, would be further required to make enhanced climate disclosures and set emission reduction targets. Now, the original deadline for submitting comments was January 13th, 2023, and many contractors are examining the proposed rule and identifying areas that are ripe for comment. And next, an upcoming rulemaking related to the government's challenge period for validating contractors' asserted data rights restrictions. On December 16th of last year, the DOD issued an advance notice of proposed rulemaking seeking public input on its implementation of Section 815B of the NDAA for fiscal year 2012. Section 815B amended 10 U.S.C. 2321 by increasing the government's validation period for contractor-asserted restrictions from three years to six years, and by providing an exception to this timeline in cases of fraudulently asserted use or release restrictions. The DOD is now proposing to revise the contract clause at DFARS 252.227-7037, Validation of Restricted Markings on Technical Data, to change the validation period 
to six years rather than the three-year period in the current clause from final payment on a contract or delivery of the technical data to the government, whichever comes later, and to add a new exception to this deadline for fraudulently asserted user release restrictions. Now, these proposed revisions would also be applied to the analogous DFARS clause covering non-commercial computer software at DFARS 252-227-7019. In addition to input on the substance of these DFARS revisions, the DOD is also seeking input on any change in the burden to contractors and subcontractors, including associated costs or savings. Back to you, Peter. Great. Thanks so much, Yuan. Uh, now we're going to turn to the National Defense Authorization Act for fiscal year 23. It was signed into law on December 23rd. There is a ton there. Uh, lots of things related to acquisition policy. Most of them have to go through rulemaking in order to become immediately effective, but there are some that are tethered to um, acquisition spend and appropriations. Uh, but And we put out an alert uh, that really talks about many of those provisions in detail. We're not going to get into them all here, but we're just going to highlight a few that are generating a lot of attention and buzz uh, within the industry. So I'll mention a few now. Section 822 permits contractors and subcontractors to request economic inflation price adjustments under DOD contracts and subcontracts where actual performance costs have exceeded the amount of the firm fixed price contract. However, DOD can only grant such requests pending congressional appropriation of funding for Section 822. This has been a real area of focus. Section 5291 implements the FedRAMP Cloud Service Provider Security Assessment and Authorization Program within GSA, which includes a FedRAMP board tasked with accelerating the authorization process and determining authorization requirements. Section 5921 also establishes that contractors with FedRAMP authorization are presumed credentialed for any agency authorization process. Section 884 mandates that DOD ensures that guidance on proper markings for controlled unclassified information is included in all program classification guides for classified programs and all program protection plans for unclassified programs at the next scheduled update. And finally, Section 841 requires DOD's Undersecretary of Defense for Acquisition and Sustainment to further develop guidelines for the acquisition and licensing of IP with a specific focus on strategies supporting use of modular open system approaches, evaluation and negotiation of IP licenses in competitive and non-competitive awards, and models and best practices for specifically negotiated licenses. So lots in the NDAA. These are just a few highlights, and we'll be watching all of them as they roll forward in 2023. We will close out this edition. This has been the Fastest Five Minutes, brought to you by Kroll & Mooring. See you again in two weeks. If you have any questions about these items, I can be reached at 202-624-2807, and Yuan can be reached at 202-624-2666. Thanks so much for joining. The Fastest 5 Minutes podcast is brought to you by Kroll & Mori LLP. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts. And if you enjoy our show, please leave us a review. You can find more information at kroll.com slash govconpodcast. <laughs>